Hey everybody, it is Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up. This week's episode is a little bit of a different one for me. And I'll be really honest with you, I'm recording this episode because people reach out all the time and they want help, obviously, scaling their business, building value, exiting, all the stuff that I talk about continuously on the show, on social media, on the various stages that I have the privilege to speak on. But sometimes I get the sense, in fact, quite often I get the sense that people are not clear how I work, you know, what's important to me, you know, in terms of my mission, my values, who I work with and specifically who I really feel I can help and the various ways that I do that. So this episode may, may be a little bit ingratious or whatever you want to call it in terms of, uh, you know, it's, it's about kind of what I do, but I'm recording this because I get asked so many times, I kind of just want to provide that level of clarity to people so that when they're thinking about their business and they're thinking, you know, I need help, I need coaching, mentoring, advising, all that sort of stuff, whether, whether I'm the sort of person they should reach out to or importantly, whether there are other people out there who are better placed to help them. Okay, so I just want to be super clear, and that is that is the episode. But I think the other thing you'll get from this today is I am going to put some perspectives in here which will be valuable to you, not just around what's important to how I help people, but also some of the other principles that I think are important just generally in how you think about scaling a high-value business. Okay, so stay with me. It won't be a long one, but it's an important one, I think, if you just want to understand I suppose some of the things that are out there for you, and if you are looking for help, I suppose my intention more than anything else with this this episode today is to point you in the right direction, okay? So you, you can get that help if you need it. So firstly, let's kick off with how I work, right? So principles, the various values and standards that I have. Now, for those of you who have been long-time listeners to the show, you know that I had a bit of an epiphany a few years ago where I decided to jump from one side of the table to the other. I talked about this a lot. It's where I did work very, very closely with some of the biggest private equity firms in the world. And I made a decision to not do that anymore. Not not certainly in the way that I was doing. And I still do a little bit with investors now in terms of due diligence and going into businesses and doing some evaluation for them. But I'm not literally, you know, working for a private equity firm directly and going in there and, and I suppose, negotiating deals and doing scale up. What I am doing is I am working on the side of the business owner, the entrepreneur. And my mission, you know, since, since I had that realization, that change, that epiphany, is to help business owners create high value businesses that really allow them the opportunity to realize freedom, wealth and impact. Okay. Now I believe, I believe that once someone has a business that can run without them or is, is sellable and they create that exit, then they reach this first tranche, if you like, of financial freedom. Sometimes that means the ability to create generational wealth for the first time in their family. And most of the business owners that I work with, when they, when they achieve that, they go on to make a bigger impact in the world. And I, and I truly believe that entrepreneurship, you know, with all the opportunities we have around entrepreneurship these days, has the ability to make change more than anything else, certainly more than what governments have the ability to make change. And I'm not a political guy, but it's just something that as I look around the world these days, I just see that dynamic. 
Okay, I see that ability for us, for us as entrepreneurs, as business owners to make change. Okay. The other thing is it's important for me, right? Because this is this is something that's important for me personally. It's about helping you become the best version of yourself, right? Because as you work on your identity, so too will you be able to build an amazing business because the two things are intrinsically linked, okay? I've often said on the show, you can only scale a business to the level of your identity, and I mean that. And the people who come in who are stuck at six figures, seven figures, or whatever else, quite often it's their own thermostat. It's that temperature control that's around them that is holding them back. So so it's important for me when I work with someone to be able to work on them, work with them on them, right? (laughs) Sounds a bit crazy, but that's what we're doing to change and I suppose improve and and challenge their belief systems so that what they're trying to create is absolutely possible. So a lot of people, even though I don't talk about this as openly as I am now, I'm working with a business owner, not just on their skill set, you know, what they need to know, the experience to be able to create what they're trying to create. I'm also working on their mindset, okay, helping them you know, be in the best possible shape to be able to achieve the thing that they want to achieve. Okay. So that's important to me, right? So the reason that I do all that now, and the reason I'm so into that now is I just see so many great businesses built by entrepreneurs that just don't reach scale. And I think that has a massive impact, just not on what they're trying to achieve and, you know, the relationships around them, but also the ability for them to go on and and, and make that change that I mentioned earlier. So what am I then, right? Okay, well, I'm a scale-up specialist. I've done business scale-up for coming close to two decades now. Okay, within that, there is also turnaround. And when you go into a business that's not doing well and it needs to be reshaped, right? It needs to have some foundational stuff done to it. A lot of the same principles of how you get a business back on track are the same principles that allow you to accelerate, so, so I say I'm a scale-up specialist, but I've also been involved in quite a lot of turnarounds when businesses are stalling, when they're not performing to expectation. I'm also an exit strategist. So I believe that every business is exitable, and I believe that you have to prepare your business for exit because, you know, we are all going to exit our businesses at some point. Now, an exit doesn't mean that you necessarily sell it to someone else. It could mean that you just exit yourself. You know, you still own the business, but you manage to go off and do whatever you want and you've still got income and dividends and all those sort of things. But, you know, planning an exit is not just about the event of the exit itself. It is understanding what that next phase of life is for you, the business owner, right? So when we talk about exit strategy, we're talking about what are you going to do next How do we build a high value business? And the last part, the last part, right? The last 12 months to 18 months is the actual sales process, okay? And they are quite different. So I like to go into, you know, when I partner, and I'll talk about this in a minute, when I partner with business owners, I like to go in, you know, three to five years before the exit actually happens and work on that value build and get really, really clear on all the different dimensions that are going to help create what is and what I've said continuously is a life-changing event, okay? The third thing I am is an investor. I'm an investor specifically, and I'm going to be really clear with people listening to this, in small business acquisitions. I like to, like to buy businesses that are valued at under $10 million, and I like to you know buy a few of them, roll them up together with, with investor partners, 
and we like to sell them back up the chain to mid-market private equity. I'm not an investor in startups. I'm not an investor massively in Bitcoin, NFTs. I do have investments in Bitcoin. It's just, it's not my lane, right? And and I, it's not to say that you can't evolve and grow and I like to learn new things. I just love small business acquisitions, small business M&A. So I'm an investor in that. You know, I've done multiple deals, but I'm also someone who likes to teach others the value, if you like, in focusing on that vehicle, that asset as a wealth creation opportunity. Okay. And I've talked a lot about there's never been a better time to buy small businesses. I think that's going to get even better as we've got, you know, inflation rising. A lot of people who are reaching retirement age, they don't want to go through another cycle of growth. So, you know, I'm very parochial to some extent or definitive in terms of, you know, should you start a business right now or should you buy an existing one that has that infrastructure in place? And for me, it's the latter, you know, buy something and make it better, lower risk, and just an amazing opportunity now and certainly for the next five to 10 years. Okay. Background, private equity. Mentioned before, I've jumped from that side of the table to the, the business owner entrepreneur side. I've done 117 acquisitions. The majority of those, to be super clear, is in my private equity um, part of my career. And I've had 26 exits. Some of those are my own, right? I sold my first business when I was 21 years of age. Tiny little business in Adelaide, South Australia. Sold it for $3,000. Yes, $3,000. It got me a ticket to Sydney to then go and work for News International. But since then, I've been involved in, in multiple bigger deals all the way up to 10 figures. The majority of those exits, though, sit within the sort of 10 to 100 million mark, okay, in terms of enterprise value. So what I'm not... What I'm not is a coach, okay? So all those people who come out and say, coach, 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 I'm a mentor, right? And, you know, it, it is semantics to a degree, right? You know, what, what's the difference between a coach and a mentor? What's the difference between a consultant or an advisor? One way of thinking about that is they are different tools in the toolkit and you, you pull out whatever tool is required to get the job done. But coaching in its purest form is really about helping someone else realize what they need to do. It's a lot about asking questions and getting you to appreciate and understand what you need to change. But you you ultimately come up with a solution. And I think the school of thought with coaching is that you kind of know the answer. You just need someone there who's going to help you get to that answer. Okay. Now that's the purest definition. There are other definitions, but that's not a bad one, right? Mentorship is different. Mentorship is where someone has been there and done that. They've got the t-shirt, Right. They're operating from experience. They've got the battle scars. They know what works and what doesn't work because they've probably had many a failure on that journey as much as they've had success. Okay, so when I say I'm a mentor, I'm coming in to a business with that experience, right? You know, how do you scale? I've done it multiple times. You know, I've helped hundreds of business owners do it. So all of that experience, you know, all of the reps, right, You know, as you build the muscle, that's what I'm bringing to the table. So that means that sometimes if you want to get there quickly, I'm not going to sit there and ask you how to do it. I'm going to tell you the best way. Okay. That works for some people in better ways than others. It certainly works for business owners that are a bit more established. You know, they know how to get a business to a certain level and they need someone to push them and guide them to that next stage, but also to tell them. Right. And one thing from me, again, if you've listened to the show, is I'm a bit of a no BS guy, right? I'm direct because I think that often gets the best approach. And I'll talk a little bit about that um, a little bit more later. 
And the other point really is I, I think of myself more as a partner, not a consultant. And when I when I work with clients um, for a long period of time, those engagements become partnerships. And it's something that I value more than anything else. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't go into businesses and consult and advise and do all that. I do do that. But ultimately, I want to partner with with business owners who are on a journey and I want to be able to help them get to the outcome and I want to participate in that outcome as well. Okay, right? So hopefully that helps, right? So everyone who comes and says, you know, do I want to invest in the next startup? I think that's pretty clear where I put my money right, and what I do in terms of that. So, you know, certainly that, that should be clear for what I just said in the last five minutes or so. Okay, who do I work with and why do I work with them? All right, so a lot of my experience comes from negotiating, securing big deals. You know, I've been involved in multiple, multiple deals. I've had some late night, long negotiations, um, boardroom tables, all sorts of stuff. And a lot of the advanced strategies that I talk about for business growth and scale, things like acquisitions, honestly, they, they only work at a certain level of a business. They only work when you are at a certain stage, right? You can think that you want to do some of the really sexy things when you're a smaller business, but my advice to you is get to a certain level of scale first, okay? So therefore, if you're listening to this and you are a five or six figure in revenue business right now, being totally honest, I'm not the best person for you, okay? I'm not the best person, right? There are better people out there for you. So if you're listening and you're thinking, I am that person and I need a business coach, I have got some amazing business coaches in my network who I trust, and I will absolutely recommend those people to you, right? Work with them. They're going to get you, you know, up to a certain level. And then there's probably a time when, you know, I'm absolutely the right guy. But, you know, if you're five or six figures now, I'm telling you I'm not. I'm also not the startup guy. You know, I can help businesses in terms of raising investment. I can help them understand, you know, what the ultimate outcome is when they want to exit but I'm not the guy right at the, at the creative edge where there isn't product market fit or it's an embryonic idea or you just need to raise heaps and heaps of money just to keep the business afloat, right? There are, there are incubators out there. There are venture capitalists, firms are out there. You know, they, they're, the, they're the people who can help you with that. You'll also have angel investors who get involved at that level. It, it's an important part of the ecosystem, okay? Don't get me wrong. But I, I'm the guy who comes in once those foundations are in place I optimize those foundations if they're not optimized, and then I scale them quickly from those strong foundations, okay? And that's a very, very different skill set, and I'll bring the word back in, mindset from startup, okay? So so if you have a business that is seven figures now, or you are on the run rate to seven figures, you know, you're accelerating growth, you're looking to scale precisely, quickly, you're looking to build value, and you want to have something that is sellable, in the future, that I can certainly help with, okay? So seven-figure business owners with the ambition to scale beyond eight figures and have an exit at some point, that is who I work with. That's who I love to work with, and that's where I think my experience or the private equity stuff has the most value, okay? The, the other thing I'll say here, right, is if you are listening to this and you are under seven figures in revenue right now, I've kind of given you everything you need over the last three and a half years, like literally for free. All the episodes of this podcast, and if you go back to when it was scale up your business, you actually have everything you need, right, to, to get you to the next level, right? I, I, my whole purpose when I started this podcast 
coming out of everything that I was doing. My intent, if you like, was to hold nothing back. And, and I literally, everything that's in my mind, everything I've experienced, you know, all the ramblings that I, I do on a weekly basis, if you go back through the back catalog of Scale Up Your Business and now Scale Up, you will find an episode, I guarantee you, that is going to help you get unstuck from whatever issue you have right now. Now, that's not just for people who are under seven figures, but a lot of the stuff that I put out through the podcast I'm not trying to appeal to any type of business owner. I'm just trying to help people create the business of their dreams. Okay, so a lot of the stuff that I cover is broad in intent because of that. And now more recently, I'm bringing people onto the show who talk more about, you know, physicality, health, you know, who you are as a person, energy, because all of those things are important, you know, back to that identity point of what you need to create to create a business that's going to give you all of those things that that I value, that wealth, you know, that that freedom and that impact. Okay, so so if you're listening, go back. You know, it's all there. When I um, have a client who or someone comes to me and they want to work with me, I have a criteria, and it's important to have a criteria. I don't say this, you know, to be arrogant or anything like that. But there's no point having a client that, you know, at some point you're going to have to fire in the future. (laughs) That does happen because the values don't align, right? And you have to have that really awkward conversation, which is, I don't want to work with you anymore. It's best to avoid that by not starting to work with them in the first place. So you've got to have a criteria about what's important to you, right? In terms of, as I said, standards, values, those things. So I only work with people who are prepared to invest in themselves. A lot of people are prepared to invest in their business, but a lot of people aren't prepared to invest in themselves. And unless you are prepared to see that you have to evolve to create what you want to create, then that's difficult, okay? Because quite often your mindset is going to be too closed to some of the strategies that we're going to get into. And some of the stuff that I I do with people changes their whole paradigm, Okay, and the way they think about things, and that is super important. Okay, second point is trust is really important to me. Respect is really important to me, and I have a no assholes policy. Right, I don't work with people who have got high levels of arrogance, narcissism, you know, all this sort of stuff. I just don't get the energy for it. Right, and I'm not there to you know you know carry out the trash once a session is finished and all this sort of stuff. I'm there to help you grow and scale your business. And sometimes people don't quite understand that. And I think a lot of you know where business coaching gets a bad rap sometimes is all these people are out there just saying yes, yes, yes. I work with anyone. They haven't really got the experience. You know, as I said, I only I only recommend the ones who are the absolute best at that level because you know you've you've got to have some integrity and respect yourself. Okay, so trust, respect, no asshole policy, massively important. Okay, and you know, I suppose aligned with the investing in yourself, you know, you've got to be coachable. We know what we know. We also have to appreciate that we don't know everything. Okay, so if you're if you're going to work with someone who's going to come in there and mentor you, advise you, whatever it is that you need, you have to be prepared to be open to those suggestions. It doesn't mean you have to agree. And there should be a healthy degree of, I say conflict, but but certainly you know this point where there's a bit of tension, right? If the, if the relationship is strong, because ultimately you're trying to achieve the same outcome, right? But at the same time, you have to be prepared that you know there are going to be things that you're going to hear for the first time that you've never heard, and the reason you have someone around you, that trusted advisor or whatever, to do that is so that you can actually grow yourself, and then you can grow your business. Okay, so so just to finish that point, who I work with and why, I'm really clear on it. 
really, really clear on it. I'm really clear who I can help. I'm really clear who I'm not best placed to help. So hopefully, again, if you've been listening to the show for some time, you've been thinking about reaching out, have a listen to all those points that I said. You know, that might be a right fit for you. Equally, if it's not, still get in touch. As I said, I have other people that I will recommend because the last thing I want you to do is feel that you haven't got somewhere you can go and you haven't got someone who will help. Okay. Now, how do I work with people? Okay, I work with people in three ways predominantly. And this is, you know, this is when you have me, right? So sort of one-to-one, right? So the first thing I do is I do half and full day consults. Now, you might say, what's that? Well, sometimes people have a very specific business problem and they just need that fixed and they need that fixed quickly. Now, you might say, what's the difference between a half and a full day? Well, half day, I can do super quick. We can jump on a Zoom call, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes the issues that need help are a bit more involved and I need to jump on a plane and go to somewhere and fix it. And I've done that a lot this year already, (laughs) quite a lot. And I need to be in the room and there's the whole looking at the white of the eyes, right? (laughs) That sort of thing. Now, in terms of those consults, there's different things, right? So sometimes a business needs to improve their sales, right? They need to improve their sales. They need to, you know, think differently about how they're converting clients. Sometimes it's about profit, you know, driving more profitability and cash flow. Sometimes it's marketing, you know, looking at their marketing activity and making that more predictable. You know, I did a a session yesterday with someone and they literally had not even thought about how they can drive predictable lead flow into their business to even give them the opportunity to convert. And quite often that's a quick fix. You can get that fixed in four hours, right? Then I have some high level consults. So M&A, how do you scale your business via acquisitions? How do you position your business for sale? Okay, how do you start to think about that exit, right? And then the last one I do is what I call um, value growth because there's a big difference between just growing the top line and the profit. When When you're building value, you have to focus on intangible assets. And I talked about that previously on a podcast. I think it was the income versus value one. So going in there and saying, okay, are you focusing on the things that are going to allow you to have a high value business and allow you to have a life changing exit in the future? So let's unpack that. Let's see what you're doing now. Let's, you know, do some, um, you know, remedial surgery or whatever you want to call it to get it fixed. And quite often at the end of those consults, people have the clarity and the plan to be able to move forward. Okay. So super popular, do those all the time, love them. And they're a really good way of me being able to serve without it being this elongated process if people need that quick intervention so they can, you know, get to where they need to get to. The second way I work with people is scale up mentoring. And I work with people on three-month or 90-day cycles, okay? Now, again, I make the point, it's mentoring, not coaching. I'm a little bit more direct than just asking you questions. And we focus predominantly on both income, so building building income and cash flow in the business, and we focus on value. So income and value are the two key drivers, right? So when we talk about scale-up, it's about you know looking at all the things that you're doing and having having someone there who is you know challenging you pushing you holding you to account giving you different strategies keeping you focused okay so i do that i do that with a very specific type of client right it's an application so it's not you know it's not something that i just do with everyone it comes back to what i mentioned beforehand around, you know, do the values align and all those sort of things. Because again, we're starting to form a longer term relationship together, right? We're going to be working together for at least three months. 
And most of the clients I work with, that continues, right? It's not just three months. I keep working with them in some cases for years because, you know, the ultimate goal is to try and get to an exit or something like that. Okay, so that's the mentoring that I do. And then the last one, which is, I think, the most valuable thing that I do is what I call an exit partnership. And that is where usually after I've worked with someone for a period of time, I get retained as a board advisor, an equity partner in the business, so that I am joined with you to take you all the way through to a successful outcome, a successful exit, a capital event, right? So that involves exit readiness, right? Making sure that the business is doing things consistently to maximize value for when you are ready to sell. And then it is actually the sales process and they are two separate phases. And this this whole thing can happen, you know, the minimum really is 12 to 18 months if we're going into just a sales process to get that done well. But quite often when I, when I join a business in this way in partnership, I'll work with them for three years or so, sometimes more. Now, why would you do that? Why would you bring someone like me in? Well, first and foremost, you're going to sell your business, right? I'm not going to partner with anyone where the outcome isn't going to happen. There's no point me putting my time into that, right? Now, if you're a business doing under 10 million in revenue, where you already know the stats, right? 20% of businesses doing under 10 million in revenue sell, right? Eight out of 10 don't sell, okay? And if you've got that 70 to 80% of your net worth tied into your business, you know, that exit is going to be the biggest wealth creation event of your life, right? So your best place to invest in the right team around you to make sure it happens, right? So my commitment is it's going to happen. Otherwise, I'm not going to, you know, be there, right? There's no point. Selling your business is also a huge distraction. And quite often business owners think they can, you know, run a sales process and a value build process and try and keep the business, you know, moving forward and growing. But one of the quickest ways to to devalue your business is to have it go backwards over this period of time. Let's say that the sales process takes 12 months and you're focused on the sales process and the business doesn't perform. Guess what's happened to your value over the time, right? Someone like me with my private equity hat on is going to come in there and say, ah, it's not worth it, right? What am I buying, you know? So so there's that piece. And then the last piece really is, you know, we're we're talking about maximizing the value. So you want to sell your business, but you also want to sell it at the highest value, okay? And my experience of doing that is significantly more than most business owners, right? Most business owners have never done it before. I've done it 26 times. So the point there is very simple, that if you want to sell your business at the highest valuation and it not be a distraction on what has to happen to keep the business growing, right, on that, you know, the trajectory or that momentum, then you bring someone like me in to help, okay? Now, in terms of these partnerships, I only work with five partners at any one time. I'll be honest with you, there is a waiting list on that right now, okay? So I, I, it is full right now at this time. Um, I have an exit with one of those clients coming up later this year, um, and then things open up again. But it's important to say that, you know, an exit partnership is a relationship and trust thing more than anything else. You don't bring anyone into your business and, and start to talk about equity and partnership unless that that relationship and trust is there. And importantly, and this is why, you know, it's not a consultation, it's it's a partnership, is this is not time-based. This is outcome-based, okay? So anyone you bring in to help you create that life-changing exit, whatever you're trying to achieve, you want to make sure that they are on the same runway as you, okay? And this is where people ask me all the time, you know, what's the difference between what you do as an exit strategist or a partner coming in versus a broker or an investment banker. And I said, well, the, well, brokers and investment bankers, they come in at the last part, right? Their whole 
the whole remit is to sell the business for you. But you know, they're not they're not you know totally and utterly joined at the hip with you on that, right? Quite often for them, it's actually more important to get a deal done than to get a deal done on the best terms for you, right? Just think about that. So there is quite a big difference. And quite often when I go and work with business owners in that way, I will be responsible for selecting, you know, the, the broker, the investment banker, the corporate finance firm, because I know exactly what to look for and I can manage that relationship successfully so that the business owner can focus on the business and creating that value. Okay. So they're the three ways that I work effectively one-to-one with people. As I said, it's the half and full day consults, it's the scale-up mentoring, and then it's the exit partnership. Okay. So very clear on those and each of them uh, are right for a different situation. Um, and and they're all very powerful in, in the ways that, um, that I like to be able to contribute and help. I also have a consultancy business and that is called Scale Up Your Business. Comes off the back of the old podcast. I'm not going to talk too much about that today, but that's where we have a bigger team and we tend to get more involved in actually doing stuff for you. So it's not just me, right? We have online programs where we specifically teach people how to buy businesses. So, you know, if you want to buy a business outright and become an acquisition entrepreneur, we have programs that teach that. Equally, we have programs that teach you how to scale your business via acquisitions. We have group coaching. We have a a, a seven-figure mastermind, if you like. So it's a mastermind full of seven-figure entrepreneurs scaling beyond eight figures to their first exit. We've got about 40, 45 businesses in there right now. It's amazing. Like it's a 12-month program taking you all the way through. So that's cool. We have scale-up and M&A consultancy. So, you know, consultants coming into your business and actually, you know, doing these things for you. We have more specific exit planning um, through the partnership and qualification we have with SEPA, which is, you know, we are certified exit planning advisors. And we have uh, retreats, and I mentioned masterminds. So we've got a retreat in Tampa this year, September 2022. And next year, we are looking to go to Necker Island and meet Richard Branson in 2023. So that's a bigger entity. So quite a lot of times people like, you know, they might like me coming in and working with them, but they need more help. They need someone to come in there and actually be involved as like an interim uh, chief marketing officer, or they might want a fractional chief finance officer come in and really kick the tires and make them more profitable. So I have those resources, but that sits out of my other business, which is, as I said, the consultancy scale up your business. So I'm going to finish up now because I've kind of, I think I've unpacked it, right? So the whole purpose of this podcast today, as I said from the beginning, was not to be ingratiatingly painful in terms of you listening to all the stuff that I do and all that. I, I really wanted you to understand Again, why I do what I do, what's important, right? Because it's not about me, it's about what you want as well, right? And I I don't want you to go out there and make decisions, whoever you work with when you're trying to grow and scale your business or build an advisory board, I want you to know exactly what you get. And I do get lots of people come to me all the time and they're not sure and they're unclear. And I have to say, well, I don't really do that, right? And and I wanted to have this episode so I can say, listen, just listen to this episode. It's going to be 30 minutes of your time. You'll get a good sense of what is important to me, my standards, my values, but also what I can do and what I can't do. And I'm very clear on both of those things. So to finish off, I suppose when I when I had the vision to create this whole idea of scaling and exiting and creating value and, and all that, uh, it reminds me a little bit of the movie Jerry Maguire, right? And if you haven't seen it, God, it's a good film. I reckon when I was a kid, I watched it so many times and I loved it when he wrote his manifesto, 
you know, and he said something like, you know, fewer clients, more personal attention. And and I've never forgotten that when I've been building this, because for me, the partnerships and getting involved and and really helping people achieve the outcome is the important thing, right? So, so I, my principles really fit and align with that ideology, if you like. Second thing is that I believe that candor, being direct, leads to clarity. Okay, so you know what you can expect from me is absolute honesty, but absolute directness. Okay, because clarity and focus is the superpower, or they are the superpowers that are going to get you to where you want to get to. And sometimes you need someone who is going to tell you what you need to be told at the right time to give you that push that's going to give you that clarity. Okay, so super important to me. You could argue it's almost a value, but I think a lot of times people get clouded, they get lost, they get confused, and that leads to stress, burnout, overwhelm. And my whole positioning here with everything I'm trying to do is to get you out of that state so that you can build something magnificent. All right. I mentioned before, you know what you know, but equally, you don't know what you don't know, right? So there's a thing there where you have to be determined to learn and understand those things that you don't know now because they are the things that are going to open up the opportunities that lead to results. And the last thing, the very last thing is, you know what? It's important to have friendships, I believe, that come from the stuff that I do. And a lot of the clients I've worked with, I've worked with for multiple years. I've become very good friends with them. I don't think you know, this whole idea about, oh, can you mix friendship with business and all that sort of thing? I, I, you know, I personally think that if you are clear on expectations, you're clear on outcomes, you're, you know, you're transparent in how you, how you think about certain things, why not? Right? Because the relationship is so important. And the stuff that I do is such an emotional roller coaster for business owners, right? You know, they don't appreciate this from the beginning, but it really, really is. So the more that you can have these, these deep relationships with people, that come into your world, then that's an important thing. And when, when I help someone achieve a successful outcome when they sell their business, you know, that to me is the most important thing. I get so much fulfillment from that. And obviously the person who's achieved that, the business owner is is grateful as well. And, you know, I've had some amazing friendships develop from, you know, from getting involved and, and, and helping in that way. So there you have it. Um, that's how I work. Um, it's who I work with and why I do what I do. I hope this was valuable to you. You know, Reach out and let me know if it was. Reach out if you need help right now in the ways that I can help. Equally, if I'm not the person who can help you, but you need help and you're stuck and you've been thinking, God, how am I going to do this? Reach out as well. And as I said, I'm happy to make recommendations um, where they fit. So there we have it. As I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Scale Up with Nick Bradley. If you enjoy the show just as much as I enjoy creating it for you, then I'd really appreciate you leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the channel so you never miss a future episode? It really helps me. It helps the show. Plus, it makes it easier for others to access the content that I'm producing week in and week out. And finally, if you want more information about anything you heard in today's show or to find out how you can get more help in scaling up your business and your life, click the link in the show notes now to learn about our coaching, mentoring, and mastermind programs. See you soon.